What is up, young adults? Thanks for tuning in today. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Also, follow us at YA underscore Power Bluff. And as always, thanks for tuning in. Well, hello, young adults. Happy New Year. I'm so excited about 2022. I don't know about you guys, but there's going to be great things that will take place in the body of Christ, I believe. And I'm believing for great things for my life. I'm believing for great things in your lives. And so, as always, uh, as we just begin this new year, it's so important to just take time, set it aside, and press into the presence of the Lord. Um, you know, we're all doing the pray, we're doing praying and fasting for 21 days. So if you're on board with that, awesome. Um, this will be uh, perfect to meditate on as you're just going through, um, you know, believing the Lord for mighty things this year. But if not, if you've never heard of it, we, we are doing a time of prayer and fasting where we are fasting from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., sunrise to sunset, as they, as uh, the people of Israel did in the Bible. And we are, um, during that time, taking time to uh, consecrate ourselves to the Lord, seek the Lord, pray for our lives, our families, our year, for health, for our nation, for our congregation, for our pastors, everything. And um, it's going to be a great time to take these first few days of the year and give it unto the Lord, saying, Lord, this is, you know, this might be a new year, but Lord, everything that is going to happen this year is all going to be unto your glory. And so that's what we want as believers. We want everything in our lives to be a testimony and to give glory unto God. And that is how we like to start our years as believers uh, dedicating it unto the Lord, believing him to do what only he can do in our lives. So with that, I have a good word for us this morning um, that stirred me up as I was uh, looking through some things on Saturday. Um, and I, uh, there's so much, oh my gosh, there's literally so much I could like, I could go in so, so many different directions. But one thing um, from yesterday's message from Sunday if you're listening to this later, it was uh, the first Sunday of the year. Pastor Sandy, I think, started off in um, 2 Timothy 19, and she read it in the Amplified Version, and I really liked this as kind of also setting the scene of what I'm going to talk about today. Um, it says that the firm foundation of God, which he has laid, stands sure and unshaken despite attacks, and let everyone who names the name of the Lord stand apart. So I like how the Bible tells us that God's foundation, anything that God sets in motion, anything that God establishes, anything that God uh, speaks forth, it remains and it stays and it's sure, it's unshaken, it's secure, it cannot be moved and it cannot be stopped. And so no matter what attacks, no matter what um, comes your way, Whatever God sets in your life, whatever God speaks, whatever he ordains, whatever he proclaims unto you and declares, that is the thing that cannot be stopped. Uh, in um, the book of Acts, it even talks 
I'm reminded, I think it's in Acts 4, or Acts 5, where um, they, you know, they were trying to shut down Peter um, and, and all the, all the disciples, uh, apostles and disciples that were going out to preach the gospel. And they said, if this is of God, it cannot be stopped. But if this is of man, we can take it down. But if it does, it is of God, we better watch out because we're going to be the ones that are going to be stopped and we're going to be the ones that are taken out. And that's the way that we have to get on God's plans, his ways, his blueprints, his instructions, his uh, plans for your life. They are are forever established and settled. In uh, Psalm 119, it says, Forever, O Lord, your word is uh, established and settled in heaven. That means it stands firm, it's fixed. When he said um, in Genesis 1, Let there be light, and light was, and light has persisted ever since God spoke light into being. Whatever God does lasts. Woo! So with that, we got to want what God has for us because what God has for us lasts. His plans are sturdy. They're secure. I don't want my plans. My plans, I've tried them in the past. They caused me to fear. They caused me to fail. They caused me to not succeed or achieve the results that I want. Or maybe I can only go so far or I can only do so much or I get to a point of burnout or whatever it might be. Your way and your strength and your limited ability will always cap you, but God's ways will always bring you to a place of unlimitedness. And that is where we want to be. I want to be one of my biggest prayer points for this year is in every single area of my life, I want to be right smack dab in the middle of the will of God, the perfect will of God, because If you've been there, you know that there's no other place you would rather be because in that place, you are full of joy, you're full of peace, you're full of life, you're full of freedom, you're full of the goodness of God because it's manifested all around in every single area and it is the greatest thing. You think, you know, as you give your life to Jesus, man, I'm going to be missing out. I'm not going to um, be able to partake in this type of uh, this type of lifestyle anymore. And you're giving up and you're downgrading, but actually it's the greatest upgrade you could ever receive in your entire life. And so we want more of what God has. We want to walk in all that he has already set before us, pre- prepared. He has great things, the good life already prepared for us. And he's just waiting for us to believe and walk in it. Amen. So I want to go to um, 1 Chronicles 28. 1 Chronicles 28. And I'm going to read it in the NLT. All right. Okay. So let's start in... uh, No, 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 no. Let's start... Hmm, Where are we going to start, you guys? I think we're going to start at, um, okay, we're going to start here at verse 8. And so this is talking about David and Solomon. They're having a conversation. David is Solomon's father. And they're talking about building the temple of the Lord. Verse 8 says, Now, therefore, in the sight of Israel, the assembly of the Lord, and in hearing of our God, observe and seek after all the commandments of the Lord your God, so that you may possess the good land and leave it as an inheritance to your sons after you forever. As for you, Solomon, my son, know the God of your father, have a personal knowledge of him, and be acquainted with and understand him. Realizing I'm not in NLT. I want to go to NLT. 
Verse 9. Learn to know the God of your ancestors intimately. Worship and serve him with your whole heart and a willing mind. For the Lord sees every heart and knows every plan and thought. If you seek him, you will find him. But if you forsake him, he will reject you. So take this seriously. The Lord has chosen you to build a temple as his sanctuary. Be strong and do the work. So just, I'm going to pause there for a second. So you're like, okay, how does this relate to my life? Well, we're not, you, you might not be called to build the temple of the Lord like Solomon was, but you have a task and you have assignment. The Lord has chosen you for uh, a specific role in the body of Christ because you're a believer and you're born for such a time as this and you have a task and you have an assignment. You have a part to play in this world at this time in the body of Christ. And whatever that might be, the Bible instructs us to take it seriously, to take that role seriously and to be strong and to do the work. And I, and I, I, th- I think about, you know, that, that command, be strong and do the work. It's like in uh, Joshua 1, verse 1 to uh, 8, where, you know, the Lord tells Joshua to, to be strong and to be courageous. Be strong and be courageous. It's a command from the Lord, but it's, an, it's really an empowerment. When the Lord commands you to be strong, it's just like when he spoke, let there be light and light was. So he actually is speaking a strength over you. He's speaking a courage over you to be able to be strong and to be courageous and to do what he's called you to do. It's a form of empowerment that his word it gives us, like Pastor Sandy was talking on Wednesday, that the word will fuel you with an empowerment. And so that's why we always approach the word to receive strength and empowerment and fuel and faith to be able to do what God calls us to do instead of just hear the word and actually get afraid of it and be like, oh, I can't do that. That's too hard. No, it's actually everything in that word is actually um, what, what you need, the power, the strength, the ability, the might, the wisdom that's, re- that's needed in order to fulfill that word. And so whatever it is that you are called to do, uh, whatever role that you're, you're doing, a mother, uh, a father, a businessman, a businesswoman, a uh, a minister, whatever it is, whatever uh, an employee right now, maybe you're an employee, maybe you're working heartily onto a, a corporation, whatever it is, your job is to excel and to do the work in the best way that you can and to fulfill God's call for your life. So let's keep going. Verse 11, then David gave... Solomon, the plans for the temple and its surroundings, including the entry room. Listen to how specific the blueprint that David gave to Solomon. How specific. The plans for the temple and its surroundings, including the entry room, the storerooms, the upstairs rooms, the inner rooms, the inner sanctuary, the place of atonement. David also gave Solomon all the plans he had in mind by the Spirit. 
for the courtyards of the temple, the outside rooms, the treasuries, the rooms for the gifts dedicated to the Lord. The king also gave Solomon the instructions concerning the work of the various divisions of priests and Levites in the temple of the Lord. And he gave specifications for the items of the temple that were to be used for worship. David also gave instructions regarding how much gold and silver should be used to make the items needed for the service. Listen, the Spirit of the Lord gave David all these specifications, instructions, detailed designs on how to complete this task that he's been called to. And so the same thing by the Spirit we can receive for our lives. This is a very detailed blueprint of how to do it God's way. And you better believe that if he, he did this for them, he will do this for us. Because we are believers. We are his. He has designs and instructions and plans and specifics and details and divine ways to do things. And they all come by the Spirit. I, I saw like it's crazy how like they even it even it even says that he had the amount of weight that needed to be in this gold table. He told Solomon the amount of gold needed for the gold lampstands, the lands, the amount of silver that was needed for silver lampstands, the lamps, depending on how each would be used. He designated the amount of gold for the table on which the bread of the presence would be placed and the amount of silver for other tables. 17. David also designated the amount of gold for the solid gold meat hooks. What? Used to handle the sacrificial meat and for the basins, pitchers, and dishes, as well as the amount of silver for every dish. Wow. He designated the amount of refined gold for the altar of incense. And finally, he gave him a plan for the Lord's chariot, the gold cherubim whose wings were stretched out over the ark of the Lord's covenant. Listen to this. Verse 19. Every part of this plan, David told Solomon, was given to me in writing from the hand of the Lord. I'm going to read in the Amplified. All this the Lord made me understand by the writing with his hand upon me, all the work to be done according to the plan. Verse 20, then David continued, be strong and courageous and do the work. Don't be afraid or discouraged for the Lord God, my God is with you. He will not fail you, hallelujah, or forsake you. He will see to it that all the work related to the temple of the Lord is finished correctly. The various divisions of priests and Levites will serve in the temple and others with skills of every kind will volunteer. You're going to have help. And the officials and the entire nation are at your command. Wowza. So what I want to get here is that We have an example from the word about how God will give his people, his children, a blueprint, a God-given blueprint. It's a detailed plan. It is a design. It had strategies. It had steps. It had specifications. It had instructions. It had things down to the detail. I mean, there was probably the things in there that are not even mentioned but just know that it was not this vague image about uh, the design of the temple. It wasn't just like this little blurry image that was like, hey, kind of make it look like this. 
No, he talked about inner rooms. He talked about the intricacies of even special rooms, rooms dedicated for gifts, gifts. He talked about the vessels. That's, that's us. He talked about the people. He talked about how, how, how the structure of, uh, of the priests would be set up in the, you know, the temple. He talked about the weight that was going to be in the gold lamp and how much gold they're going to put on the table. And so all of this decadence and elaborate design of everything, the Lord gave it to him by the spirit. And so for us, we can look at this and be encouraged because the Lord will give us specifics about our lives. We don't have to just get a general idea of what we are to do with our year. We might have an idea of, I know the Lord wants me to do this, to, um, to, 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 to be a bigger part of this. Whatever it might be, you might, you might know, like, I, I got to do this. I, I, by, by the Lord, I got to succeed here. I got to, whatever it is. But the Lord will show you how. And the Lord will give you specifics on how to do it. And so expect that. As you take time in prayer and fasting, you may not even know what this year looks like or will hold, but you don't have to wonder. Like Pastor Sandy always says, you don't have to be a person that wonders about, hopefully this year will be good. Hopefully, like, you know, a lot of people you you see, like, excited to see what this year has in store for it. But I mean, it could be bad. It could be good. But we have an expectation that God will show us what to do, how to do it and how to do it well. And that in in that place that we are going to accomplish, we're going to achieve, we're going to excel and we're going to complete everything that the Lord has assigned us to do. And like I said before, you know, I love what it said at the end when he said, be strong and be of courage. Do not be afraid and do not, do not get discouraged. Know, know that the Lord is your encourager. The Holy Spirit is your great counselor. He will counsel you when you need advice. He will send you the right people at the right time. He will help you along the way. And he will make sure and see to it that you're not going to fail in your endeavor and what he's called you to do and the strategies that he's put in your path to do. The Lord has plans and he directs our steps. And that's great news to know that you don't have to just get uh, an idea and then try to figure it out on your own. The Lord will show you how to do it. So with all of that said, you know, in this time of prayer and fasting, as you're taking time before the Lord for this year, ask the Lord for the divine blueprint that only he can give. It doesn't come when, uh, you know, as you, uh, as you are seeking it on your own. It comes when you're seeking him, you know, that's the biggest thing. It comes by the spirit. So stay in the spirit, pray in the spirit, take time to ask the Lord, make your request known unto him and expect that he's going to show it to you. Not that he's going to show it to you by December 31st, 2022, but he's going to show it to you during these days of prayer and fasting. That's one of my, my, my things. And pastor Sandy even said it last night is, you know, we're expecting during this time of prayer and fasting that we're not going to see results. Uh, we might see results and for some things later on, but I'm expecting in some areas that in some things that we're going to see 
things go like this. We're going to see as soon as we begin to pray the prayer, the Lord hears us and he's answering us. And Isaiah 65 wrote this down yesterday. It says, it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. And while they are still speaking, I will hear. So what that means is it's an Amos 9 type of prayer. Amos 9 talks about how the grain is being sown and just as soon as the grain is sown into the ground, there is a reaping, there is a harvest. So as soon as you sow the seed of prayer, as soon as you request, as soon as you ask, expect that the Lord is already going to be reaping a harvest for you. That things are going to, as soon as you sow it, things are going to be reaped. As soon as you sow it, you're going to have your answer. As soon as you sow it, you're going to see results in Jesus' mighty name. Expect that. Have an expectation that what God says he will do. He says, I'm actively at work to perform it. He is actively at work to perform it. Amen. So to finish, I want to go to Psalm 37, verse 3 to 5 in the TPT. It says, keep trusting in the Lord and do what is right in his eyes. Fix your heart on the promises of God and you will dwell in the land feasting on his faithfulness. That's how we that's how we are sustaining ourselves during this time of fasting when we're um you know not giving our flesh what it needs the feasting on God and his faithfulness and his promises actually fill us to satisfaction. I think in um Psalm 63 it talks about how my flesh uh is satisfied in you. We can actually find satisfaction in in God and his promises and his word because it fills us so much that we're actually full. It will fill us like we just ate the greatest feast, the greatest banquet feast we've ever had. Verse um, four, find your delight and true pleasure in Yahweh and he will give you what you desire the most. Give God the right to direct your life. Amen. This, This is what I wanted to emphasize. Give God the right to direct your life. Lord, direct me. Show me the blueprint for my life. Give me the strategies. Give me the steps. Show me the blueprint, Father. Give me the instructions, the specifics, the detailed plan, how to do it, the steps that I need to take in order to fulfill what you've called me to do. And as you trust him, along the way, you'll find out that he pulled it off perfectly. And that's like I was talking about at the beginning, you know, when you are in that place with God where he's building what, um, he's building the strong foundation of your life. He's, his plans are strong. They stand sure. They're unshaken. Despite anything, they will be established and they'll remain forever. They won't be shaken. God's ways can never be shaken. So that's why we want to seek God's ways, seek his plans, seek his steps, do it his way and nothing else, nothing more Nothing else, nothing besides God's way fully. And in that place, you will find out he pulled it off perfectly. You couldn't have done it any other way. You might think, man, I was going to do it this way, but I feel like the Lord's leading me this way. I don't know why, but do it. Whatever he tells you to do, do it. Just like in John 2, when uh, Mary said, Jesus, hey, we we got a problem. And she tells the servants, I don't know what he's going to tell you, but whatever he tells you, just do it. It's the greatest advice we could do. Figure out what his plans are by the Spirit. Seek him. Seek him. And he'll show you the plans and the steps and how to do it and how to fulfill what he's called you to do. He'll cause you to succeed. He will be with you there the whole time. And he'll pull it off perfectly. 
that's our God. He's wonderful. He's awesome. And so just to encourage you, it's going to be a great year. Take this time to press in like never before. Take time to um, get in the Lord's presence and worship him. Praise him. Gosh, I feel like I could go in so many different directions again, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end it there. Um, I'm excited. I'm so excited. So get ready for all that um, 2022 has. It's going to be a great year in the name of Jesus. And um, yeah, I'm really believing that we're going to see amazing things. So if you have testimonies, keep us in the loop. We want to hear them. And we've got uh, great things coming up for young adults as well. So uh, enjoy your week. It's going to be the greatest week ever in Jesus' mighty name. We love y'all. See y'all later. Thanks again for tuning in. Don't forget, you can always stay up to date with us and even message us on Instagram at YA underscore power of love. Thanks again, and we'll see you on the next one.